way, or do we have to be as close as last time? Because we were like right here. I mean, if you want to just sound good. Okay. Meow. That's too loud, see. That's too loud. We and try to keep laugh, it between negative six and negative twelve. Right, you need to talk like me more often. Okay, I'll talk so like, like you more you often, laugh, John. <laughs> or are you recording right now? Yeah, I'm just waiting for you to get started. Okay. So are we gonna keep all this in? No, I'm I wanna oh. do the little Wayne thing. Ready? Yeah, I'll cut this out. What why do we have to cut it out? I think we should Because we need it to in. get it started. Let, okay, we'll start right now. Okay, do the now. little Wayne thing. Okay, just shh. I want there to be a couple seconds of silence. Hold on, there's some fuzz on the mic. Alright, you're here. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> <sighs> I think it worked I think it worked great. It worked pretty good. If you, if you heard that sound and it's 2011, you knew you were in for a five song. Yeah, this is true. Heck this yeah. Is true. Even 20, you know, 19. Welcome to the Walk On Diaries podcast, <laughs> episode six. Episode six. Bro, we're, si- we're six episodes in. I know. This is like an actual thing now. It doesn't seem like We have a devoted following episodes. worldwide. Um, devoted. Going, going on the Ellen Show next week. Yeah. Uh, we big time. Scott Van Pelt. Week after that, we do actually have some big news for a special guest for episode seven. Do we want to tell him right now? That's or coming in episode end? seven. Okay. Though, I hope yeah. you guys enjoyed last episode. Oh yeah, Andrew that Terrell. That he's a funny guy. That was a lot of fun. Um, so we should probably talk about Bama Clemson. Yeah. Um, Clemson opened up a can of opened up a can of whoopa. You know. You know, there is no person on this earth that can say, I saw that coming. Even the Clemson fans didn't see it coming. No, yeah. The best I'll, Clemson fan is, like, in shock that I they're destroying them so bad. I think some people picked Clemson. I, like you said, I don't think anybody picked Clemson to win by, what was it, 44-16? Whatever Something it was. like that. It was, I mean, it was complete. It wasn't like you can't bring it back to a bad call. You can't bring it back to... You know, in the individual moment, it was, it was throughout the game. From the time that bat. Clemson got that pick six to open up the game, it was it was all Clemson. See when the game it was all started. Sunshine. When the game started and it was all, you know, the scoring was super quick and all this stuff. Alabama's offense was running good. Yeah. Like if you look at the numbers, their time of possession, their even yards, was better in Clemson. But Clemson won by 20 points. The amount of times that Alabama like had a nice drive, got down to the red zone, and then either turned it over, uh, like with an interception, with turnover on downs, that fake field yep. goal. <laughs> Don't know what was going on there. But like they had so many red zone opportunities that they just like did not get any points. I can only I mean I can think of two right now off the top of my head, but I know there's more. With the two interceptions, including that, there was two times they were stopped on fourth down in the red zone. Mm-hmm. That's two touchdowns. Take down two interceptions is a game, you know, especially after that pick six. That was incredible. So 44-16 sounds like a blowout. Like, like watching the game right up until probably like midway through the fourth quarter, you felt, at least I did, I felt like Alabama was going to come back at any time. Oh, yeah. I kept waiting for Tua to just go supernova, yeah. and it never came. Yep. Um, As I was watching the game, I was like, you know, Alabama's going to wake up at some point. They're just that team, and they never did. Never did. Bigger. What was the bigger shocker for you? Was it the fact that Tua, Heisman hopeful, Alabama offense, which had been so explosive all year, only put up 16? Or was it the fact that Alabama's defense gave up 40-plus? And that 40-plus has an asterisk beside it because of the pick six, but they still gave up more than 35 points. What was, what was the bigger shocker for you? I think that the defense. Yeah, me too. 
you know, freshman quarterback, Trevor Lawrence, you know, he's a beast, whatever, but you don't expect that coming into the, you know, national championship against a team like Alabama who has this excellent defense and to just embarrass them on the main stage, it's incredible. Yeah, no, it was insane. And, and you know, credit, like, the Clemson wide receivers because those those catches, oh my gosh. It, like, those were crazy. But those are the kind of plays that you have to make to beat Alabama. You have to make insane, insane catches. And Trevor Lawrence was dropping dimes all over the field like he was a bank. And Clemson defense stepped up. They got the turnovers. They did what they had to do. You know, something, something that probably impressed me more than anything from Clemson was their line. Mm. I didn't expect I didn't Trevor Lawrence had all day every play. Yeah. If you look at it, you know, Alabama has a monster defensive line. They always do. Always. They're they're going to get to the quarterback, but they did how many sacks did they? I don't even know if they had any. I don't know. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, like, I nobody's agree. Nobody's talking about this Clemson Alabama line. Alabama front 7, the Alabama front 7 for the past decade has been like one of the best consistently best cons- position groups in all of college football. And Clemson's line, as you said, just dominated them. It's crazy. Gave gave Trevor Lawrence all the time in the world to make these, yeah. you know, amazing. What's throws. scary, Trevor Lawrence, true freshman, he can't go to the NFL for another two years. Yep. <laughs> Clemson's got a team, man. Whoa. Yeah, but let's talk about Tua. Yeah. Okay. I I kind of think I I don't know. I kind of think he's a little overhyped. I th- there's actually there's, no there's numbers. You know if. Him against the top thirty defensive team. Yeah, I saw that. He, tweet. He's like six and six. Yeah. And then you know he's like undefeated against everybody else. Yeah, six touchdowns, six picks against like the top three defenses. Is top thirty. Top thirty. If if like like the yeah. defense is, is in the top thirty. Oh yeah, yeah. I know what you're saying. Yeah. So. Um. I yeah. I don't know because the after like the first half of the season, the Heisman was to us. Like it was literally he was like thirty touchdowns, one pick, something like that, something yeah. crazy like that. Wasn't even playing in the fourth quarter, um, and you know Alabama wasn't exactly playing world beaters like Clemson, but that is still insane to do if you're doing like if you have no defense so to you, throw thirty touchdowns. So in you six think games. after his performance in the SEC championship against Georgia, you think that pretty pretty much weighed heavily on why Kyler got it over to him? I think so, and I, I I'd like to give the benefit of the doubt to Tua, like he's been dealing with a little bit of injury stuff on that ankle and knee. And obviously as a quarterback, it's not as influential on your stats as your arm, but still like planting and throwing off that ankle and knee. I don't know how much. They were saying that he was at 90%. I I just don't know because, I mean, credit Clemson's defense, but also like the mistakes that Tua was making, it was mostly decision-making. Like, you know, like the throw, the deep interception that he threw where that guy was just triple covered. Yeah, not open at all, yeah, I know. So I don't know. I don't know if he's. I don't know if overhyped is the right word because he is really, really good, and yeah. that Clemson defense, I mean, made him look average. Yeah. yeah. So. I mean, I so know. did Georgia's defense. That's true. But there's a reason Kyler Murray got Heisman, dude. Yeah. That's a fun man to freaking watch. At the time, I still would have given it to Tua because, they, like, he did have that so-so game against Georgia. Got injured a little bit. Kyler's stats. Watching Kyler play, it's like it's video game stuff. It really is. And and he's short. He's short. Going up against Big Twelve defenses, which aren't exactly the best. SEC defense with Tua gets a lot more credit, but yeah. Still, I don't. I, I mean, don't they know. They were getting handed to by Alabama until until like the fourth quarter. Yeah. I don't so. know, man. I don't know. Clemson's scary going forward, though. I think you know the two titans of college football, Clemson and Washington State, obviously. 
uh, Gonzaga's been undefeated the past decade. Those three schools right there, you got to watch out for them. It's all a battle for who's going to get the fourth playoff spot next year. Gonzaga. Clemson, Washington State, Gonzaga, and then it's all a fight for fourth. Do we want to give it to Army? You see what Army did to Houston in that Armed Forces Bowl? Put up like 70? You are not speaking so right. So <laughs> early, way too early 2019 predictions, Clemson won. Washington State two over Alabama and Georgia and Ohio State. Okay, I would put those are all top ten teams, but I don't know if they're ready to take the next step. What to contend with Washington State, Gonzaga, and Army? Whenever has Washington State been in the top five? Um, never. Maybe I maybe one time in in the thirties. In nineteen ten, we actually claim a share of the national championship because we played Michigan in the Rose Bowl and we lost. Um, so nineteen ten. (laughs) Okay. Hey. That is over a hundred years ago. Next year's our year. I just, I just. Next year's our year. Go Kooks. I will right now give you $20. Gonzaga has literally been undefeated, John. They have not lost a football game. I didn't even they, know they had a football team. They don't, but they have not lost exactly. a football game. Exactly. <laughs> they, undefeated. They need at least a share of this. No. Clemson's, Clemson's championship? Yeah. Asterisk. <laughs> Because Gonzaga was also—it's like UCF last year when UCF claimed the national championship, going undefeated. Gonzaga also undefeated. Well, it's because UCF actually has a football team, and actually Gonzaga has intramural teams. Gonzaga, all I'm saying is undefeated. They did not lose. Print the shirts. Let's talk Print about the let's shirts. Talk about, anyways, let's just <laughs> forget all that. Gonzaga's dropping off on every sport, especially basketball. Not basketball. We handled Santa now. Clara. They're fifth now. Okay, we moved up from seven. How are we dropping off? We were number seven. You were number we one. We moved up. You were number uh, one. That's true. Two, two okay losses. <laughs> two okay losses to a very good North Carolina team Duke's, and a very good Tennessee Duke's team. Duke's looking better than ever. They are. But They're you know, scary. The one loss that Duke has was the worst game they've Gonzaga. ever played in Gonzaga's best game. Either way, either on way. a neutral court, mind you. Either way, we're not going to get into that. We're going to talk about UCF and the LSU game. Did you watch it? <laughs> we're going from football to basketball back to football. Well, we were at football, and then you interrupted that UCF me. LSU game feels like ages ago, dude. Okay, we didn't get to talk about it. I wanted LSU to cream UCF. I'm tired of them saying, you know. It was a pretty close deserve, game. It was a close game. Dude, UCF was up for like half the game. LSU was missing like I think seven, eight defensive starters. UCF was missing their star quarterback. And it ended it up close. being a little bit close. But you got to think, you got to think. UCF is determined to get this this name out, you know? Yeah. Like they want the LSU wasn't wasn't at all determined, I don't think. No. I don't know. I think that's an excuse for SEC teams, like yeah, the not showing up motivated yeah. thing. When Georgia lost, oh, they were motivated. I don't, I don't know. Sure was a big deal. No, I think they were motivated. Okay. I think they were. I don't think you can say that about that game. I'm glad. But I think the LSU game, you could. there's an argument for. I think the Georgia-Texas game, there is an argument for. Yeah. But, I mean, you could say that for anything. You could say it for anything. Not necessarily Alabama-Clemson. Obviously, Clemson wanted to get back at them because they got beat by them in the you know, playoffs last year. And then... You know, Alabama went to the national championship after that, so they definitely had a little something to prove after getting beat. But I don't, I don't think that's an excuse why they're not motivated. I mean, you're in the national championship; yeah. you can't say that. No, absolutely. Um, and you saw them after the game, and a lot of them were crying. That's, I mean, that's the biggest stage yeah. 
that some of them will ever play on. So Yeah, it obviously meant a lot to them. We say ever play on like Alabama's not going to be in the championship game next year, just like they are every single year, just like clockwork. You know, they might not be. Don't, recruiting don't their recruiting class is still number one. It's number one. Yeah, but it's, <laughs> yeah, not, but. it's, not, as, it's not as much of a, okay, fair. you know. Georgia had a great Two is coming time. back. Two is coming back. He's going to be angry. Fromm's going to be there. It's like when Tom Brady was suspended and he came back and just torched the league. That's going to be two. He's going to be upset. He's going to have the righteous anger coming back, and he's going to obliterate everyone. You know, I looked at the way too early Yes. rankings or whatever. They had Florida, top ten. What do you think about that? I think Florida is on the come up. You saw what they did to Michigan. Michigan's yeah. a very good team, and Florida waxed, waxed them, it spanked close. them. Yeah. And I, I feel like Dan Mullen's probably been recruiting well over at Florida. So I'd say Florida, Florida, Georgia is going to be an interesting who wins the East yeah. next year. It's definitely it not going to be anybody else. No. You know, you know what's really Vanderbilt. You know, Vanderbilt on the come up. Watch, mm, watch out for Vandy. I think if anything, it'd be Kentucky. <laughs> ooh. Ooh, hot take. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, and I'm going to just get a little pet peeve out of mine. People talking about, not necessarily you, but ACC fans, you know, like Georgia Tech fans. Mm-hmm. I saw people, Georgia Tech fans on Twitter saying, oh, the SEC isn't as big. You know, ACC's coming. There's one good ACC team. Okay. One good Syracuse ACC team. Syracuse was pretty good. Okay. You compare. Florida, okay, Florida State has had two down years. Florida State, once they get back to where they're usually at, Florida State is back. There, okay, but Miami. Once talking, they get back, a, okay. A Georgia Tech fan, Georgia Tech fans in general are saying ACC's on the come up. You know, SEC is going down. I don't know why everybody overhypes the SEC. Whatever. But you got to look at these teams, okay? Alabama, you know, Georgia, okay. Florida. Georgia, Georgia lost to Texas. Okay. Even Auburn. LSU. Yeah. You can't you can't compare those. The SEC is good. I to think ACC teams I think we can admit Clemson. that the SEC is very good while also admitting that they may be a little bit overhyped. Right? I don't think so. You don't think so? I don't. I I just there's so much when you look at the when you look at the early the early rankings for next year. Literally we are basing it off of recruiting, who's coming back, like it's all pure hype, right? And the amount of SEC teams, it's like four SEC teams in the top ten. Something crazy like that. Based off no results, that's just like pure preseason hype. And the scary thing about that is, is that the preseason hype determines those like early rankings. Right. You know? And like I'm an advocate for not having any rankings until like four weeks into the season. Well, that's what happened in basketball, you know, because Kentucky true. was ranked like two. Yeah. Duke was like five. Yeah. Or whatever it was. And, and Duke obliterated Kentucky. Yeah. And I mean that's that's why that's why the preseason hype and that's why what we know what we feel about conferences matters, you know. That's why. That's I think why, it matters if if it's a good conference. Right, but ACC like, has one good team. You can't argue Syracuse with any of the top five SEC. But you teams. can argue that the SEC only has two good teams, right? Who? Georgia, Alabama, LSU. Yeah, but okay, but ACC, Florida, then you could bring in like Auburn. someone like Syracuse, who's top 15. Auburn was 8-4 and four this year. Sy- Auburn wasn't okay. even ranked. Syracuse would get blasted by LSU. Okay, fair. Syracuse would get destroyed okay, by Georgia or Okay, so we're talking about one particular year in which, like Texas, who was ranked 15, 
beat the brakes off had, Georgia. Texas had a great number five. year. Actually, we only lost by one touchdown. Okay. So there's no brakes beating. Well, but but it was it was a very eye test. Yeah. It was here's like, the thing. He scored garbage Track time. Record. You know. History. Okay. In the mix, SEC is better than ACC. I think. Oh, absolutely. I I think the SEC is the best conference. I just don't think it's as by a wide margin as some SEC homers. Not you, but you know we both know Georgia right. people and Alabama people who are like SEC, SEC exactly Alabama or SEC, the best SEC team could beat an NFL team, and that's just crazy. There's no no Alabama could never beat no an NFL, even the worst. Yeah. That's like saying you know Duke could beat like the Suns or whatever. Not gonna happen. Yeah. Just not okay. Happen. We beat. We've spent 16 minutes on football. Let's move to basketball. It's a little bit dated now. Um, John, did I tell you about the scar on my pinky? The did scar not. on my pinky knuckle. I don't think so. Oh, the scratch. Yes. Yeah. No. Well, it's a scar. Yeah, it's a scratch. Um. So Rockets Warriors. Uh, that was like last week. Mm-hmm. Rockets Warriors. Um, it was a TNT game. It went to overtime. And James Harden, James Harden's three off the inbounds over like KD, yeah. Steph, everybody, <laughs> four feet behind the NBA yeah. three point line. I have no interest. Like I, I'm not a Warriors fan, a Rockets fan. I, it was 1:30 a.m. My whole family's asleep, and I'm standing up from the couch. I jump up and punch the ceiling on accident. Which was a five foot tall ceiling. When <laughs> shut up. When Harden <laughs> made that three, and my finger starts bleeding. I don't even care because that was beautiful basketball. It was. It that was. was such an amazing shot, and it brings up the question: Is Harden the MVP front runner now? You know, we can obviously tell that whoever decides MVP doesn't care about numbers. <laughs> You're looking at a person like Russell Westbrook, who averages a triple double, never been done before. He got his he MVP. He got his though. MVP. Yeah. He did it the next season. Nobody cared. See what I'm saying? It goes to the person who hasn't gotten one yet. James Harden arguably is having a better season than last year, and still got MVP last year. But I'm willing to bet that he won't get it this year, only because he got it last year. I think there's definitely something to be said for voter fatigue. You look back at like. I mean, LeBron is still doing what he's always been doing. Right. But there's a case to be made both for LeBron and MJ that, like, every year in which they were dominating, they could have gotten MVP. And it's like oh, you I said, agree. like, voter fatigue, like, they just don't want to give it to him right. more I than think, once. I think LeBron probably deserved it over Harden last year. Yeah. Or even the year before that, he probably deserved it. But they're not going to give it to LeBron every year just because he's the best in the NBA. Yeah. Although MVP essentially means best player that season in the NBA – that's not what they're going to I think go with for. the rise of at like advanced stats, the amount of sabermetrics that we have, the amount of crazy technological data that we can pick up on players, it's becoming more where we can look past the surface like points per game, assists per game, rebounds yeah. per game, things in which Westbrook and Harden obviously dominate. Um, but like looking at usage percentage, you you watch the Rockets play Every other play is a Harden ISO, it seems like, where it just really everybody is. spreads out yeah. and Harden just goes one-on-one. And he's great at that. He's arguably one of the best, if not the best, offensive player we have in the NBA. Yeah. My vote right now would still be Giannis. Dude, I was about to, I was about to ask yeah. you who your number one vote would be. Giannis, bro. Giannis. I'd say Giannis. Dude, the Bucks have come from – I can't remember the last time the Bucks were good. Yeah. Okay. See, and, and he has good pieces around him, but the second best player on that team is Chris Middleton, borderline all-star. Like, Giannis is literally, like, they have a team of really good players, but Giannis, what he does, the efficiency, the amount of points he puts up per game, the amount that they lean on Giannis, 
it, like when you look at the words MVP, most valuable player, Giannis has got to be the most valuable player to the Bucks. Oh, by far. Is, so is he your number one? Or yeah. who would be? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. But we gotta talk, we gotta think about this. He's. I don't necessarily think he's probably the best player in the league right now. Mm. I mean, yeah. LeBron, Harden, yeah, even Russell Westbrook's putting up great numbers, but I wouldn't even say he's up there. KD's having a great year. Yeah. These are all like these are all like you could put a logical case behind these guys. My computer just froze. Okay, so right. it's back. Yeah, so <laughs> we just rebooted the computer. Computer and, froze, and it saved it. Coincidence? Recover. I, I think, think not. That's right. They just wanted the Should little Wayne Should we do Wayne the little Wayne again. thing? Okay, yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. do it. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. okay. Back on the talk yeah. of MVP. There's five MVPs in the league right now. Yeah. No, obviously Damian Lillard would be at the top of everyone's list, and this is all Does competition for, for second. Um, he plays for the Portland Trailblazers. Who are? Tra- hey, wait, wait. Trailblazers. Anyways, we're going to move on after that. <laughs> Nobody remembers who the Trailblazers are because Whoa. they're trash. Whoa, number three seed in the West last year, young this man. This year, where are they? Where are they? Probably like, I think we're six or seven right now. Come on. Come on now. Well, we, we're going through a little bit of a slump. Um, <sighs> Nurkic is being the Bosnian beast, though. He's on the come up. CJ McCollum has not been shooting the ball well. He'll shoot it. I haven't heard his name all season. He he's been doing. He's he has I not been literally have not heard. His he's name averaging all twenty a game, but he's shooting like his shooting splits are not good at all. Really? Yeah. I'm gonna tell you what's been surprising to me. The the Thunder. Mm-hmm. Are what were they? They were tied for second yeah, in the West. They're being sneaky good, which is impossible because of the stars on their team. But you know, I said good. I said a while ago. I said when we got. I'm a Thunder fan, but I'm just a basketball fan, really. I'm not like a big Thunder fan, but when they got rid of Carmelo, I said they were going to be a better team. You did. And they are. They are. By far. You did call it, and Steven Adams doing what he always do. I think Paul George having a year under his belt playing with Russell, Dude. their chemistry is insane. Dude, Paul George is going back to good Pacers. He's days. top five in the MVP race for me. He's probably number five. He's having a wonderful year. He's easily going to be on the all-star team. I think they should have three all-stars on that team. Yeah. Steven Adams I think has a case. He's playing outstanding, but he's a sleeper. Always has been. Same thing with Clint Capella. Yeah. feel the same way both of them. I think best. if it weren't for KD and LeBron in the West, Paul George would be a Western starter. Oh, But I think easy. he'll be first off the bench. He'll be six-man. I mean, you can't compete with like someone like KD or no, LeBron. No, you just can't. it's not fair. Right. Um, what? Power rank Brex breakfast foods how do we want to do this do we want to do it like we did with the draft with the animal what what do we do underrated animals yeah. if you haven't heard that go back i believe that was episode two or three yeah, no. go back and listen that was a fun segment do we want to do like draft like snake draft or do we want to do combo power rank breakfast foods let's go combo okay no snakes um should we start snakes. we should probably start at number one and just work our way backwards let's That'd go five easiest. down let's just go five down so start at number one yeah yeah okay number one Start, okay, we're gonna count down. Start at the worst, but then we don't. But then, what if we have separate ones at the top? Okay, I think we'll we should just, work we'll our way. Debate. Okay, so start at number five. Okay, so who? What's your number five? Okay, we're gonna count down from three, and we'll say our number fives at the same. Well, I gotta time. think about it. <laughs> we can cut. This, okay. we can cut the thinking part out. Yeah, we'll cut this for sure. Do 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 do. 
What's my, I don't even know what my number one Your be. thinking face looks like a constipated face, John. Would it be like, okay, breakfast foods. Breakfast foods. Okay. So you're thinking of a Waffle House plastic menu, and the one side is breakfast, the other side is lunch, dinner. Are we, doing, food. are we doing top five Waffle no, House? No, it doesn't have to be Waffle House. I was just using that as an analogy for what we could okay. consider a breakfast food. Okay, you wake up in the morning at a hotel, go to Continental, what do you get? Oh, well, now that's another tricky analogy because those don't always have the same... Okay, number five. <laughs> See, we're. <laughs> this is why I think we should start at number one so we can work okay, our way back. Okay, okay, number one. Three, two, one. Cereal. Waffles. Cereal. Cereal. <laughs> <laughs> cereal what wa- dude i'm making waffles okay waffles are good shrek shrek wa- i'm a donkey shrek waffles are good cereal that's so broad i feel like that's unfair you should have said a specific cereal no 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 uh, it's okay. a breakfast food okay fine why waffles why why, why waffles <laughs> why do you like waffles? versatile better than pancakes Yes, I'd say so. It's cl- pancakes. We're gonna get to it a little bit later. I think in these power <laughs> rankings. Oh, okay, but waffles okay. hold the edge over pancakes in my book because crunchiness, mm-hmm. texture. Mm-hmm. Um, the mm-hmm. the squares provide excellent um, um, storage facilities for butter and syrup. You could put chocolate chips, peanut butter chips. Yeah, that would ruin a waffle. But well, false. Okay, but that's my reasoning for waffle. Number one, without cereal. a doubt. Cereal. <laughs> you can have cereal at any freaking time. Okay, so... I get what you're saying about breakfast. Okay, for breakfast, cereal. It's light, it's good, it's amazing. <laughs> boom. Bada bing, bada boom. That's it. Okay, That's it. fair cereal. enough. Number two. And I guarantee you a lot of people would agree with that, because cereal is so good. Okay, number two. Three, two, mm. one. Waffles. Bacon. Mm. Waffles are Bacon. Bacon. Why bacon? Crispy, crunchy, good. Crispy, okay. crunchy, fatty. Mmm, sizzle, sizzle. Unpopular opinion. <laughs> Bacon's okay. Well, that's very unpopular. Bacon's just like, I know everybody's like, people just people bacon. just exited out of the podcast just for that. They press pause, no, 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 closed don't all yet, windows. Don't yet. I have a reason. Oh. I have a reason. <laughs> bacon is fantastic on things. Bacon, egg, and cheese. Bacon is fantastic on my tongue. Bacon hash bacon browns. Bacon is fantastic. Whatever. On my small bacon, intestine. Bacon waffles. Okay. Bacon is fantastic I'm not, in my mouth. I'm You're not right. a huge it's bacon by itself kind of guy. Okay. It's got to be a good crisp. So though. why you said waffles? Waffles. Is it for the same reasons that I said? Light, two? fluffy, good. Mm. I'm sensing a theme here with the light, with the light part. Well, you have to have a light breakfast. Good point. Because I you like got to start your day out. I'm not a big breakfast eater. You I, and I both. I don't eat breakfast. Yeah, I just have coffee. Yeah. Um, Okay, light. Fair enough. Because you, you can't like eat way too much because then your stomach hurts all day, all day long. Yeah. Dude, a good waffle in the morning. You, dude, you get that butter. The problem with the waffles is the butter spreading. But mm-hmm. I don't think that's necessarily a problem if you like butter. When you get a good one of those bites that has like four mm-hmm. squares butter. of butter. Paula Deen. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Butter. Amazing. Okay, number three. Okay, three, number three, two. Hang on, hang on. I got to think about it. Oh, my goodness. Okay, I'm ready. Three, two, one. French Hash browns. Toast. French hash browns. Yes. <laughs> okay. Dude, hash browns are good. Hash browns are good. But Once again, very versatile. Toast. Cheese, onions, whatever you want. Some people like ketchup. I'm not of that um, tribe, but if you do what you like. Hash browns. They're ketchup just, on hash browns is a sin. They're not an excellent uh, main course item. Hash browns are an excellent side item to 
waffles or any any other uh, food French that you're toast. choosing. French, French toast. toast is a good choice. But, Dude, French toast is But why so, so high? Why good. at number three? Well, there's a reason. <laughs> when I was a kid, my dad used to make French toast all the time, mm. and he makes good French toast. And so I have, like, this connection like with French toast. It's a sentimental thing. It's very good. Okay. A good, dude, good French toast, hard to beat. Seriously. Fair enough. Syrup is the most amazing sauce. Fair enough. Is syrup a sauce? Okay. Number four. Is syrup a sauce? That's a tough question. Um, Syrup is the sweat of the gods. It's syrup. No, it's not. (laughs) No, it's not, you Georgia boy. Syrup. 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 I'm from Washington. No, you know why I say syrup, right? Well, there's a why. Because my last name is Severson. S-Y makes a C sound. Syrup. Syrup. <laughs> if it was syrup, it would be S I R R U P. No, that's syrup. It would be like syrup, <laughs> like Anyways. a British monarch. Number three, or four. No, four. Three. Hold on. Oh my goodness, this Dude, one's I obvious. Think. Obvious. Three, two, one. Coffee. Nails. Oh. You said nails. <laughs> You've never had nails for breakfast. Coffee breakfast food. I think. I mm, eat coffee for breakfast. Nails at least are solid. That you can't eat. <laughs> Well, you haven't tried hard enough. Well, it depends on you the coffee. You don't have good enough teeth. You, get, you ever had cubed coffee? You don't have strong enough resolve. <laughs> you ever had cubed coffee? Cubed? Is that just frozen coffee? I don't know, but if there's such thing as like chunk, like you just cut the coffee, coffee into chunks? squares for breakfast, I'd eat it. Facts. I do like coffee. I love coffee. I just didn't think it was a food, so that's why I wasn't in my top five. It's kind of a food. Nails show you're tough. Nails get you prepared for the day shows you that nothing is easy because we all know he doesn't eat nails for breakfast okay this one i i only thought through my top four this one's kind of difficult yeah okay let me think let me think are Uh, you a big microwave breakfast guy microwave breakfast no like uh like mcmuffins and stuff toaster strudels or something oh oh because that's my number five toaster strudels well that ruins the countdown okay three two one pop toaster strudels you can argue. They're very similar. You can argue toaster scrambles in there. I don't know if you've ever had toaster those. Toaster scrambles. Bacon, egg, and cheese. And you put that in the toaster oven. Yes, it's it's a toaster strudel with bacon, egg, and cheese in it without without good. without that the icing. Sound... I have it in my fridge and it's amazing. So good. That doesn't sound too too good. Better than strudels. Do you believe it? It's amazing. It's absolutely too, amazing. Too good. I, I eat them all the time for breakfast all the time. And, and you can't go wrong with the good solid, you know, bacon, egg, and cheese croissant. Okay. <laughs> Best bread in the world is a croissant. 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 It's pronounced croissant. No, no, no. That's croissant. <laughs> um, okay. Thank you for listening. That's our that's our episode. Episode six. Um, big news. I'm just going to drop it right now since you've been so faithful fine, and fine. listening through John's awful top five power rankings for breakfast. No offense. You said nails. <laughs> You said coffee on breakfast food. You have it at least for breakfast. Okay. You ain't never okay. ate it. Now we're getting to let look. The sound meter is popping. Yeah, because we you be pissed me off. <laughs> okay, coming up, episode seven, super special guest. We have another D1 fella. Miles Lester from Wake Forest is going to come on the podcast. He's going to call in, talk about his D1 experience, talk about the basketball journey. Uh, Duke played Wake Forest last night, West so we're going to ask him about at Wake Forest. Yeah, at Wake Forest, cool. it was a cool game. Zion or Zion and Duke whooped them, but hey, yeah. he got. I'm going to first question is going to be how big were Zion's biceps? I want to know. I want I He's want him to man. explain it He's to me what it was like seeing him firsthand. Yeah. So big big interview um, episode. Episode seven is coming out probably well either, next week sometime. Yeah, either this weekend or Monday, probably next Monday. Um, and so that's a big deal. We're excited. 
Like, this is our second D1 guy that's coming on. I know. That's hype. Well, We're legit now. Well, we are going to Ellen uh, next week. So. That's true. Today's show after that. Sponsorships come rolling in like thunder. Big Jimmy Fallon fan. Big, so that'll <laughs> yeah. be fun. Yeah. Uh, they actually NASA actually asked me to... Um, podcast in space. Podcast in space from the International Space Station. So we might turn that one down there. Uh, we'll, a we'll couple of heights. No, no lie. Bucket list. I want to record a podcast episode underwater. Maybe in the Cage Center pool. I'm you down. down. You I'm down? down? Let's do it. Dude. I don't know how we would do it. Uh, I know. How would you get a mic underwater? <laughs> okay, that's that's it for us. Episode six. Thank you so much for listening. Um, if you want to Venmo us some money. Okay, anyways, we wouldn't turn it down. hope you guys enjoyed. <laughs> we will see you guys in the next podcast. <laughs> see you later. Meow. Meow. Meow.